Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. Because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy. All right, all right. Welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 21. Hey, we're old enough to legally drink now. <laughs> and it is the holidays, That's so right. you've probably been doing a lot of eating, a lot of drinking, and... Pour that eggnog, we're 21. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all joking aside, this episode is how to keep the holidays sexy. Mm, I know it's often a very challenging time for people because, well, there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of demand, there's just family obligation, there's... You know, it's wrapping up the end of the year and you're a little tired and uh, usually being sexy is the last thing on the list. You know, it's so crazy around the holidays because holidays are supposed to be a time when you kind of slow down a little bit, Mm -hmm. you relax, you enjoy spending time with the family, you celebrate, you eat food. It's actually supposed to be really fun. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for most people, it's extremely stressful. Because you've got this long shopping list of people you have to buy things for. You don't know what to buy them for. You're roaming around stores. There's tons of traffic. Everybody's in the store. You got to go, you know, prepare your big meal. You're having guests. You may have guests in from out of town. You may be going out of town yourself. There's a million things to keep you busy, distract you, and add to your stress levels. That is why it is so important to make time for sex and connection and love and all those things that help us de-stress. And it's really refocusing on things that really matter because I think it's so easy to get lost in all those things that you just mentioned, Kevin. And really, ultimately, what this is all about is heart connection, is love. And, And if we can keep that in mind, I think that it can transform the experience of the holidays. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It sure can. (laughs) So in today's episode, we are going to give you a few tips here, and we have three different sections to it. The first one is really like how to survive the family. And uh, I'm going to give you some good tips here on how to stay sexy. And maybe they're all gone. Maybe they're still there and you really need this show right now. And so stay tuned. And the second part is going to be about ideas of sexy gifts to your partner and not everything is going to require you to spend money and so it's exciting (laughs) and the third part to it is how to make the coming year the sexiest year ever yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah (laughs) because we do wish that for you absolutely (laughs) <laughs> so let's start with surviving the crazy family and staying sexy. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, they either travel to go see family or family comes to see them. And even if you're not necessarily staying in the same house, there's a lot of family around and children around and uh, things to do and keep you busy. So how do you, how do you keep connecting as a couple? Mm-hmm. How do you make sure that you don't let 
that part of your relationship just get pushed to the side? Mm -hmm. I truly believe that the first thing is to actually give yourself permission to show your affection, even around your family. And I like to say that it really keeps everybody's spirits up. <laughs> and, you know, those are the little things that make a difference because it's, it's gazing into your beloved's eyes. It's holding your hand on their hand or shoulders. It's giving them a warm hug. It's, it's kissing. And a lot of people are not into PDAs, uh, public displays of affection. They might feel shy or even like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this in front of the family, the children or the parents. But, you know, when I see my parents that... They share a moment of love, whether it's through a hug or a gaze. It actually warms my heart. I love to see that even after 40, I think five years, yeah, I think it's over 45 years together, that they are still having those moments and it gives me hope. And I truly believe that we are also the, the best teachers to our family, to our children. And if you want your children to be healthy and balanced emotionally and into their relationship, you need to show them what a real relationship looks like. And a relationship includes affection. I'm not saying that you have to grope each other and do heavy petting and make out. But, those, but you could. You, you could. <laughs> But those little things of showing that there is love and there is physical affection go a long way. They do. And one of the things that I love about our relationship is that we actually do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we might not grope each other quite as much, but we still show a lot of affection. Yes. And our experience has been that when we've had family in town or when we've been visiting family is it starts to become contagious. Absolutely. So what we see is because we are just who we are, just being our naturally affectionate selves, we'll notice that when we show up, maybe the parents or the family, and they're not maybe uh, holding hands or they're not kissing as much or hugging each other. And after about three days of being around us, we notice a shift. Absolutely. And I love this. That's the, that's the power of our love. That's the power of, of like just sharing that with others. So that, I believe, is the most important step uh, that you need to keep to keep the holiday sexy and to affect everyone around you. Yeah. Step number two, <laughs> because there's more on how to survive that crazy family and staying sexy than just being affectionate. You actually need to find time and spaces to have sex, even with the family around. So you need to make sure you still have sex. And it's a difficult balance at time. Often, especially for a lot of women, we like to please others or we will put others before us and we're like, okay, I'm going to do this for mom or do this for a kid. And we're last on the list and that's not how it should be. And it's okay to tell your family you're going to bed at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. It's okay to sleep in a little longer, well, sleep in between quotes because you stayed in bed to make love. <laughs> but like really take that time to like create little spaces. 
Yeah, you, you absolutely have to create spaces, and that's really what it is. And, you know, we understand holidays are busy times, and maybe you're not going to spend two hours in bed in the morning <laughs> making love, but even if it's 15 minutes. I was going to say, uh, 20, minutes 20 minutes goes a long way, and it's it helps you feel connected to your partner. And Yeah, even if you just disappear in the bathroom for <laughs> 10 minutes for, a, you know, a little blowjob or something, you know, like, <laughs> you just got to keep it sexy. You got to keep doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a great story, though, that we need to share about that before we go on. Oh, do tell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it wasn't exactly the holidays, but we did have a house guest staying with us from out of town. (laughs) And, you know, it's our house. And so we just decided that, hey, we're just going to keep doing what we normally do. We're not going to go out of our way. We're not going to try to be quiet or anything like that. And so... We just made love the way we normally do, which generally is somewhat loud. But, you know, in our house, our guest room is on the complete opposite side of the house downstairs. Like it's about as far away from the bedroom as it could possibly be. So we figured we were pretty safe there. Like we could just be ourselves, make all the noise we want. Guests probably aren't going to hear. And so we did. And then we're in the kitchen one morning uh, with our guest. And he happens to mention that... Well, I could only hear it a little bit when I was in the bedroom, but once I came into the kitchen, it was like a giant echo chamber. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's good if you know the acoustic of your home before, because we actually then had family staying a few weeks after that. Uh So we were a little bit more mindful. Um, I noticed that we still made it a point to make love, to cultivate our time together, just the two of us, nurture it. And we toned it down a little bit. Yeah. So the idea being like kind of know your layout, know your acoustics, (laughs) know your timing, and then just plan accordingly. Yeah. Well, and I think the third tip here around uh, is going to help you because I truly believe too that um, being able to talk about sex openly is essential. And well, granted that we are maybe a little bit more vocal than some of our listeners because of what we do, and this is, we talk about sex all day long, this is our work, and we did let our family know that we're going to the bedroom to connect, you know, and that's just how it goes. You honor the fact that your husband and wife, you have a relationship or whatever relationship you have, and that the you are putting energy into it. You should tell the listeners about when we visited your family uh, two years ago. <laughs> that's a good story because... In that particular setting, our bedroom and my parents' bedroom were sharing a wall. So we were very aware of that my parents could hear us. And I did become more quiet and quite shy. And we were staying quite a while. You know, granted, my family lives far away. So when we go visit, we usually stay about two and a half weeks, three weeks with the family. And um, it is a long time and we need to have sex during that time. And I was talking about it with my mom and explaining to her that, you know, since I had been there, I had been keeping very quiet with our sex. And that my experience was different because I wasn't having the type of opening. Because, you know, when you express yourself, you make sounds, you're vocal, like everything else flows better and your sex can even get to higher levels. And so my mom was like, oh, no problem. You can just be as loud as you want. And I said, Mom, are you sure? 
Like, I'm really loud. <laughs> she didn't realize what she was saying yes to. I was like, absolutely. So I said, okay, all right. And we sure did. And it, it was loud, but guess what? It did inspire my parents. And my parents started to have sex again. And they had this like yummy energy between them. And mom had a big smile. Dad had a big smile. Everybody just got more chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody has bigger smiles and they're more chill when they're having sex. Yeah. So even though it sounds like it's weird to talk about it and you don't have to give the details of your positions and your favorite uh, tricks in the bedroom, but you can acknowledge that you are sexual beings and that you're just going to make that the time. And you know your family best, so, <laughs> you know, adjust accordingly. <laughs> like if you know your family is really, really not open about sex, then you don't really need to go into too many details. You just need to say, you know, we're going to go to bed early tonight. This is when setting boundaries becomes essential. If you're like, yeah. no, I am going upstairs. I am tired or whatever mm -hmm. that is, you know. And you can simply say, you know, we just need some alone time. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of energy being around the family exactly. for the holidays. So. Exactly. I want to be able to um, be happy and show up for you yeah. and have a good day tomorrow. So I need a little time by myself. And, <laughs> and if your family's a little bit more open, you can simply say, uh, Mom, I need to use the washer because I female ejaculated all over your new comforter. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so, you know, feel out your family. You know, you know what you can say and what you can't. But the more open you can be about it, the easier it's going to be for you to be able to make that time to connect. Mm -hmm. So we hope your holidays have been going well and we hope this episode is helping you and putting new little things into place. And um, how about we start talking a little bit about the sexy gifts? Well, this is about how to uh, make the holidays sexy. Mm -hmm. So obviously part of it is making sure you have the time to connect and mm -hmm. make love. But part of it, too, is how can you sort of enhance, you know, making the holidays sexy? How can you inspire each other to have more sex during the holidays? Mm-hmm. I'd say like the first thing always that come to mind are like, hey, like what you're wearing, you know, also because usually during the holidays, we will put on a sexy red dress or black dress or whatever. We go a little bit like fancier with our uh, clothing. And so what you have underneath could be just as sexy and and shiny <laughs> so sexy lingerie especially if you live uh, where it's cold during the holidays <laughs> you're not necessarily going to have a really short tight dress on maybe you do <laughs> but probably you won't so then you can always have something very sexy on underneath yeah and so the gift can be just like showing it off to your partner the gift could be gifting some sexy lingerie if you know your partner very well because again we all have different tastes and you may not know their size very well and it could be quite an insult if you don't give the right size <laughs> be warned do your research <laughs> it's not that hard guys <laughs> anyway um and then, you know, in the way that you show it off or like you can let your partner know during, you know, I mean, we all have phones nowadays and it's like you could send your partner a sexy text during the day. Hey, I'm wearing something sexy that's totally new and it's just for you. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, guess what color panties I'm wearing. And then throughout <laughs> the day, the partner has to guess the color of the panties. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fun. Oh, that's so, fun. You create that game. You create that connection where there's this little like secrets, hot secret between the two of you where you're going to like cultivate that energy and put little like, uh, yeah, just energy into that passion and that relationship. And what's fun is that nobody else gets to know about it, but you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if you want to purchase something, there's always sex toys. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when it comes to sex toys, um, there's a lot of options available. We often think of, of sex toys as vibrators or dildos. And there are also options for male sex toys that you can use. And there's also sexy things to use in the bedrooms. And these can be like ejaculation pads uh, sexy oils, edible massage oils or lube with a sexy flavor. Yeah, basically anything that supports, you know, your lovemaking uh-huh. doesn't necessarily have to be a toy that penetrates you. No. But, you know, it's funny. We, we did recently receive a gift and uh, uh, the couple that gave us the gift actually wrote a note in the gift that said, this money was only to be used to buy sex toys. <laughs> Which we thought was really cool and really fun and really playful. Mm-hmm. So we said, well, we, we can't disappoint, you know, we, we actually have to use this money <laughs> to buy us something for our sexy time. <laughs> and we should found something because we're like, oh, we don't really need dildos or anything like that. That's not really what we use. Um, but we found something sexy that we love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, The other thing, too, is about setting up the stage. You know, it's the holidays. You go to extreme trouble (laughs) to, like, decorate your entire house with these crazy lighting and candles and and plants and things like that. Why not create something special in the bedroom to set the stage? Yeah. What a sexy gift to just, like, surprise your partner with a beautifully staged bedroom. Yeah. And, you know, that also uh, talks about the fact that the gift doesn't have to be a physical thing that you Mm -hmm. buy. So the gift could be setting the stage and creating a beautiful environment and atmosphere Mm -hmm. and then inviting your lover in. Exactly. The gift could be offering them a massage Mm -hmm. by the fire. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We both like, "Mm." Uh hmm. So there's lots of different things that you can do and create that don't necessarily require you to spend money, mm-hmm. but you're still gifting it. You're gifting somebody your time and your energy mm-hmm. and and maybe your hands mm-hmm. or your, your mouth or your tongue. Or <laughs> and you can gift <laughs> your, your body in terms of a, a striptease or a lap dance, you know, like also what I love about those are it doesn't matter whether or not you're a good dancer the fact that you're willing to move your body in whatever sexy ways you can come up with, first of all, it will get you in the mood. It will get your partner like also excited and be like, you know, it doesn't matter how corny you are. They love it. It brings you closer. And it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So typically when we say striptease, I know every guy listening is like, yeah, I want my woman to give me a striptease. I oh, know. I had <laughs> you as a guy strip for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) My only suggestion for you guys out there, if you're going to give a striptease. So, you know, from a guy point of view, I know exactly what moves 
look sexy on a woman. Well, why? Of course, because as guys, all we ever watch are women giving strip teases. So every move that's like super turn on, I can tell you what it is. But when it came to figuring out like how I should be moving that she would actually find sexy, I had no clue. (laughs) (laughs) Like none whatsoever. I actually had to ask her, uh, not necessarily right before the striptease, but like at other times, like, hey, what do you think is sexy? Like what kind of moves turn you on? I I had to do a little research on that one because... Yeah, and then, uh, I forgot the movie, but there's some movies with some male strippers and you can watch some of their stuff. I have to say that what's more sexy, in my opinion, um, f- uh, for for women is really to be like in her hips and moving sensually and like kind of like those um, undulations and like rotations there of the hips and butt and all of that. For a guy, um, what I find most sexy, I, I'm not really so much into a guy mo- doing like um, female moves, but what I like is being in his like power. And it's like, whether you're like fucking the chair, the ground, the pole or whatever, it's just basically you're just crewing. Yeah. <laughs> you're and mimicking having sex. You're mimicking having sex and you're doing so in a way that is like, you know, it's like you're doing a push up exactly. or you're doing some sort of manly muscular activity <laughs> that, that, that seems to work. And don't be afraid to grab your cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting images right there. It's like vivid. Uh-huh. It's really, it's getting warmer in this uh, recording uh, studio. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's the holidays. Even though we're in, in sunny California, it's still pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> For us it is. <laughs> All right, so how about we move to our third part and kind of start talking about how to make the new year the sexiest year ever. Yeah, so it's been an amazing 2018, at least it has for us. We hope it has been for you. And then how can we make 2019 even better? Mm. Yeah, so yeah, this is where we talk about some strategies for, hey, maybe 2018 either wasn't as good as you thought it could be as far as your sex life is concerned. Maybe it was good, but you know it could be even better. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we take it to the next level? So the first thing, you got to be uh, have clarity. So what would sexy look like for you? Because everyone is different. Your definition of sexy and 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 romance and all of that will differ maybe from your partner. Yeah, and this is where you need to have a conversation about mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. So, you know, I personally think that the end of a year and the beginning of a new year is a really great time to really sit down and like assess, okay, where have we been? Yeah. What have we done? Where are we going next? What would we like to change? And that's in all areas of life. Yes. People tend to think about that in terms of business. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, here I am with my business goals. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And you need to do that. But do that throughout all of your life. Do that when it comes to your sex life or your home or, you know, how you've been raising your children. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always good at a certain period of time, usually defined time, and we've, we've created these constructs called years. Um, <laughs> so it's like, okay, at the beginning of a new year, let's sit down. Where were we and where do we want to go? And that yeah. applies equally as well to your sex life. And it's like, let's make a time. Like, let's... let's put aside 90 minutes to snuggle up on the couch and and talk about what we loved about the year and hey what actually didn't quite work or if we're like what is it that we'd like to to make better you know and so it's not like there's no judgment there there's a lot of celebration but there's also the place where I love to give yourself permission to go which is kind of if I had it all my way 
where it's kind of like the time where you don't hold back for anything. It's like all your wishes can be granted because often we set goals from a place that's limited from where we are and we don't give ourselves permission to really feel what it would be like to think bigger, to be having bigger goals and and, an outcome. And so if I had it all my way, it doesn't matter if you don't know how, just give yourself permission to really feel what it would be like to have it all your way sexually and romantically. Yeah, this is a great exercise and this is one that we do all the time not just you know at the beginning of a new year mm-hmm. it's if i had it all my way it might be you know just in a day we wake up in the morning on a weekend and it's like what do you want to do today and then you think well if i had it all my way i would do this this and this mm-hmm. and at the beginning of the year it's a great time and don't limit yourself this is this is how most people fail in this game <laughs> they they miserably fail this game because they limit themselves they start thinking well you know Really, what I want to say is if I had it all my way, I'd have sex twice a day every day. Uh huh. But then their mind goes, well, that's not possible because either he or she doesn't want it, or because I work so much that there wouldn't even be time for that, or because just throw all that stuff out and literally just create if you had it all your way, there are no limitations. Money is not a limitation. Time is mm-hmm. not a limitation. Your partner is not a limitation. Anything you want, just. Put it all out there. Mm-hmm. And then you can sort of reverse engineer that and figure out how can I start to move in that direction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the other thing too is to really make time into your calendar. So as you are sitting there, you're creating this bigger vision. There's all this excitement that's being built up. And then you absolutely need to start putting things down in your calendar. Whether it's a weekly date, which we highly, highly, highly recommend, or a monthly date. Imagine a monthly date is only 12 dates. A year. That's nothing. Yeah, that's really nothing. I mean, weekly is 52. I mean, it's really not much. And you can take turns organizing the dates, uh, but having time where it's set, really, and it's not move, it's very important. And you show up for those dates like you would for like some very, very important guest. And so if you get that all locked into place from the beginning of the year, then you start a momentum. And once it's started, the wheel starts to spin and then you kind of like go through the motion and then it keeps happening. And that's always the key. A lot of people are very good at like talking about the big picture or even like, okay, now I can see what it could be like, but they don't take action. And so you need to take action. After you've discussed things, you've dreamed big, Put things down in writing. We write our goals. We have our goals for the years. We have our personal goals. We have our business goals. We have a lot of things. And we put them, we share an office, but we have our goals there. We each have our separate vision boards. We have our common goals for personal life. And then we also have our business goals. And they're all in different places. And we see them on a daily basis. And I have to say that often, actually, maybe every month, we go and look at it and we go like, okay, how are we doing? How are we doing with that personal goal? that um that we've set up like where are we at and then you can readjust so take action right away write them down so you don't forget and then put them down into the calendar this is when we're doing xyz yeah so create goals write the goals down and then figure out what steps you need to take in order to achieve those goals and then look at them every once in a while and reassess how are you doing and i know like I know that some of you are sitting there listening to this going, really, really, I have to write goals about my sex life? 
Like don't don't if you I have sex? A, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's exactly it, right? So if you're sitting there thinking like, oh man, I'm, I write goals for my business and I write goals for this and that, and like, do I really do I really want to like get all in my head about goal? If you want something to happen, then you got to create some goals and you got to take some action. And I love the law of attraction. I love the idea of manifesting, but it only works if one, you know what you want. Hence the writing the goals, right? The goals are a written expression of what you want. And then you've got to take action towards achieving it. It's, it's not that complicated, but you got to do it. We believe in you. We wish you a 2019, the sixiest year ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. And we will see you next year. That's right. <laughs> We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>